So, man, how, uh, how are you doing? How, uh, how's your day been going? It's going good. It's got done training. Um, how is uh, how has this whole pandemic thing been on you and the uh, the training? Obviously, exciting news coming up here, but how is uh, how has training been, and what sorts of adjustments have you had to make uh, the past few months to make sure you're getting the proper training in? Uh, the training's been going really good, man. It's kind of just been less bodies, but our team, I'm like kind of like the only pro that's in this situation right now on my team. So a lot of the practices have just been based around me. So it's it's pretty cool. It's it's been nice. It's just pretty much been a whole entire camp just based on me to have like a regular practice, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously news coming out here. You're fighting next week. How does it feel to uh, to know that you know what you're one step away from from getting that call? You know, it's you know one big performance and and you're in. How does that feel? Uh, it feels awesome. It feels it feels good to even get the chance and opportunity. You know. <laughs> All the other fights, I mean, all kind of led to this moment, but this one definitely means a lot more, that's for sure. There's a, uh, I mean, the, the the Contender Series is so, so unique, uh, given the fact that there's so much on the line, a lot more pressure, uh, people watching you. Have you given much thought to, you know, how you're going to have to perform knowing that a performance means, or a, a finish means so much more than just a decision? Obviously, all your, all your, fights have come by a way of dis, uh, finish anyway but do you think that there's added, added pressure to, to go out there and get a knockout or a submission or are you just going to fight your fight i'm just going to fight my fight i kind of fight aggressively anyways and i've always told myself from the get-go that this is a that's the whole point of a fight you know i i don't see the point of these guys trying to be all technical and win by decisions that doesn't make any fucking sense to me uh the whole point is to try to knock each other out of course, you don't want to take too much damage and stuff because there's always the next fight. But you always you'll always want to win like impressively, you know, because style points do add up. You do get noticed. So I definitely look to fight like that, like every single time. It just just kind of how I started off from the get go, and I just it's always been like that. So do you feel I win by decision? But it just hasn't been that yet. Do you uh, do you feel added pressure knowing that Dana White's there and 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 the opportunity to get a contract is is on the table as well? Uh, no, no, not really. I don't know if I feel the pressure the night of the fight, honestly. But as of right now, no. Um, to be honest, it kind of feels like a relief. It feels really good to actually even get the opportunity and chance to be able to do this right now. Another thing that uh, I've spoken to a few fighters about, a lot of them say, like, I don't even notice it. Um, but some have said, like, it really affects their performance. And that's the uh, that's the empty arena. Um, how do you feel like that's going to affect your performance? As someone who's exciting, do you tend to feed off the crowd? Or do you manage to somehow drown that out? I really don't care, to be honest. A fight's a fight. I don't really think about what everybody's saying to me. The only thing I can kind of think about is that guy's trying to knock me out. <laughs> so it's like, I don't want to get knocked out by that dude. And I'd rather dish it out than take the beating that's for sure but the fact that people not being there and being there doesn't really matter to me do you uh, do you feel like hearing the other team's corner and, and the comment and uh, commentary and all that may may influence your performance or do you manage to just drown that out regardless i'm not so sure but it'll be pretty cool to hear kind of hear everything you know <laughs> i'm excited for it how uh i mean i i i'm speaking for myself here but throughout the pandemic i've Balled up. I put on, put on an extra uh, few uh, pounds. How's that, how's that weight coming down? Uh, how are you feeling a week out? I feel awesome, bro. I could have made weight like two weeks ago, so I feel, I feel great. I want to take a trip down memory lane here and, and kind of talk about what got you into the sport. I, I'm up in Canada, so here 
we don't really have the luxury of having uh, like wrestling and stuff offered to us in, in uh, high school or junior high. So usually people who uh, end up picking up the sport, pick it up later on in life. Um, yeah. There's much, uh, you know, offered, I guess. So what got you into it? Oh, uh, my dad, my dad, for sure. He's the one that kind of uh, got me into wrestling and he pretty much just forced me to stay with it until I fell in love with it. And then he forced me into boxing and I fell in love with boxing kind of right away. And then uh, he kind of like started doing his own thing, started bouncing out a little bit more. But I, I fell in love with the sport so much of MMA and all that stuff. I had a buddy that was doing it. And so I kind of just fell in love with it and kind of just disciplined myself and kind of just turned into a hobby, to be honest. I didn't have anything really better else going on. So I just started doing this shit. How did you find the transition into MMA? I've spoken to a few wrestlers who were like, yeah, it was great. Until I started standing up, <laughs> I was getting hit in the head. Didn't like that. How did you find incorporating both jujitsu and and Muay Thai and all these other different different disciplines into into your craft? Uh, well, I started off wrestling first, and I got into boxing in the seventh grade. And honestly, I fell in love with boxing. My my coach, he uh, passed away uh, uh quite a while ago, but um, he always emphasized a good defensive open, a good offense, and uh, a lot of head movement and stuff letting your hands go, find the right punches and stuff. So I fell in love with boxing right away. And I kind of just got thrown out there with grown-ass men that fucking being 14, 13 years old. It was just not a whole lot of other people are sparring other than grown men. So it's pretty much just keep your chin tucked and fucking go for it. But it was not really that much of a difference. I felt like wrestling helped me the discipline-wise. But I feel like my hand, I'm, I'm when I first started, my hands definitely weren't there. But the more I did it, the more I did it, the better I got. So... Do you feel like having a brother uh, compete next to you, it's alongside you, really helped uh, helped your growth and and really drive you in terms of, you know, keeping you motivated, keeping you disciplined, as well as having that competitive aspect? Well, yeah, growing up with the bigger brother when he's trying to kick the shit out of you, fucking, <laughs> I mean, it definitely makes you want to work harder so you don't get your ass whooped. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, as kids and stuff, it was definitely competitive wise. Nowadays, it's more I just want to see my brother do good. I would have been happy if he was the uh, future future fight fight too, whatever the fuck they're calling it the main event whatever you want to call it for the night i i would have been happy for him i fucking i want orion to win more impressively than i do this is how it goes but nowadays it's about just trying to push each other and see each other like reach the limit you know because this is the dream and and all that other stuff all the competitive i mean it's still good to compete with each other when we're uh working with each other just because then you're always pushing you know you're always trying to reach that next level do you feel um, do you feel like a little bit I can imagine I have an older brother as well as a younger brother. I can imagine going out there and competing after my brother because if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time you guys are going to compete together on the same card as professionals, right? No, we've right. Uh, I think uh, two or three fights ago we were actually on the same card down in San Francisco and uh, I fought like I think two fights before he did might, might have been three fights before he did. I think I was on the prelims of the card or whatever they want to call it. And then he was on the main part of the card. But um, no, then we fought an amateur circuit together multiple times. And then we've always competed together <clears throat> on jiu-jitsu tournaments and uh, wrestling tournaments. And uh, no, I don't feel no pressure. No, my brother doesn't. definitely doesn't for sure. It's just it's not good to feel pressure and get all anxiety about it because it's going to fuck with your performance. Whatever happens, happens. And you just got to hope for the best. Do you feel like part of it is, you know, do you feel like as if one of you lost and the other one won, it would feel as if 
it wasn't really a true win. Like you feel as if both of you really need to win to feel like the full joy of being like, all right, we both did it. Yeah, I think so for sure. You know, cause I want my brother to win and, uh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I feel like that. Yeah. I, I definitely both want us to win. If one of us lost, I, I feel it'd be like 50, 50 complete. How did you, uh, how did you get the news that you were going to compete on the contender series? Was it something that you got separately or was it something that you were both given the news at the same time? Uh, I think at the same time. I've known about it for a while now. It's just that uh, COVID's pushed it back. So it was only a matter of time when and where and when it was going to happen. So now it's finally happening. <laughs> unlike, unlike his opponent is undefeated. Uh, unlike that, you have an opponent who has some losses. Um, and that's a, both a pro and a con because I find a lot of fighters, once they have a loss, they learn from it. They grow. Yeah. But at the same time, it gives you something like, okay, this is his weaknesses. He's had tends to have these tendencies. How have you uh, gone about like digesting and, and, and kind of like dissecting his performances to really uh, to really like analyze? And do you think that those losses um, are something you can break down, or do you think that you know what, it's probably better to drown those out because he's a better fighter because of those losses? Uh, both. I dissect it where he's lost and where he's weak at, and then um, I even dissect the fights where he wins at. You know, mm-hmm. so. You always got to pick and choose where you you think he's going to be good at. I don't really think he's better than me anywhere. I mean, we're going to fight to fucking see and prove it. But uh, the fact that he does have experience on paper, he does have it. He's older than me, so that's for sure. But I, I don't think he's going to be better than me anywhere. But he definitely has those losses to learn from and stuff, and um, we'll see where it goes. One of, the, uh, one of the biggest things here is the welterweight division is absolutely stacked. Where do you fit in in this division? I mean, there's so much talent. There's like it feels like there's over 100 guys on the the welterweight roster alone. Um, do you feel like you have to go out there and really put on remarkable performance to get that contract simply because you're a welterweight? Like I feel like if you were a flyweight or or even a heavyweight, you'd even get, you know, just a win would probably do it. But as a welterweight, I feel like you have to make a much bigger statement. Do you agree with that statement? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to put on the performance of a lifetime just because, uh, like I said, style points add up and they always, it's always pays off to look good. So, but I never really thought about it as like that. I don't really look at the top guys and sit there and be like, man, this guy's is so much better than me or this fucking guy. Just... I don't really sit there and look like that at anybody, to be honest with you. Nobody really stands out that much to me. Nobody looks like fucking Bruce Lee out there. <laughs> I mean, Usman just fucking stomped on one guy's toes for five rounds straight. So that it wasn't that cool to me. That was kind of a, shitbag performance is there a i kind of built this platform based on uh making matchups and making predictions for fights is there someone in the the welterweight division that either runs rubs you the wrong way or someone that you think is super impressive that you'd like to someday maybe match yourself up against or someone you idolize that you think maybe you know what a guy like robbie lawler or steven wonderboy thompson like these are guys i idolize like is there someone that you'd want to test your skills against whether it be out of respect or because you don't like them no, I don't know anybody, so I, I can't say I don't like him. Even then, uh, I don't think I'll have any beef with anybody just because it's business in the end, you know? I can't hate on anybody just because we're all trying to chase the same thing of uh, being the champion, and nobody wants to fucking lose, so I can't hate anybody for that. They're just trying to do what I'm trying to do and stuff, so. And uh, I don't sit there and look at anybody like they're too impressive, to be honest. Some people have knockout power. Some people have good stand-up. Some people are just all good all around, and then some people are just really good wrestlers. So, but nothing's like too remarkable to me, to be honest. 
I'm going to ask you a couple more questions, and then I'll uh, and then I'll let you go. Um, there's a big fight this weekend, uh, DC versus Stipe Three. I don't know how much you're looking into it, whether you follow them at all. But uh, what's your uh, what's your prediction for that fight? My prediction. Um, I don't know. It's tough, man, because they both knocked each other out. <laughs> so I mean, uh, DC's going to come out tough that first two rounds, anyways. Like he's pretty goddamn good the first two. And if he can implement a pretty good game plan to mix up his wrestling, he might just fucking maul uh, Stipe. But at the same time, if Stipe comes out with a really good game plan too, he might just fucking put DC back on his ass again. I mean, they both have the power to put each other's lights out. So, so I don't know, to be honest with you. That's a tough one. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, so obviously there's a lot of siblings in the UFC, current and past. You've got the Burns brothers. Anthony Pettis and Sergio Pettis, the Shamrock brothers, as a as a sibling as a sibling duo, who are both looking to to someday achieve that goal. In your mind, who is the best sibling duo to ever compete in the UFC? I think the most successful in the, uh, who've reached stardom, maybe not reached championships, is obviously the Diaz brothers. You know, the, Nick hasn't fought in like five or six years, but you bring his name up, and he's still a fucking the dude's still famous as hell. And then Nate Diaz, it's that went over McGregor and stuff yeah. and the fight with Jorge. And, like, he's a star. So I think those two are obviously the biggest names by far, you know. And they come from nothing. So that's pretty cool to see two guys that just worked hard. There was no science behind it. It was just fucking run, jiu-jitsu, and box. <laughs> and pure just, uh, fighters. Like, they're, yeah, they're yeah. fighters, fighters. You know, they're not martial artists. They're, they're yeah. tough, pretty. And... from fucking a rough neighborhood and stuff. So it's cool to see people like that. Compared to people who are like born in like good households and shit, fucking they're doing making well. I mean, that's always good too, but I think those two by far are like the biggest. All right. And uh, last question for people who haven't watched you fight, for people who haven't uh, maybe seen your performance, what can they expect from you next week? I'll tune in for sure. I'm exciting. <laughs> All my fights have ended in the first. Doesn't mean this one will for sure, but I definitely go out there and go get it, man. I definitely don't try to pussyfoot around and play slap ass out there. I feel like a fight needs to be finished just because as an entertainer and stuff. And um, just for myself, man, I want to prove that I'm better. And some, I wouldn't mind a dominant performance, too, if it was for three rounds. But I ain't going to sit there and just try to do a fucking point game. I'd rather fucking go out there and just see if I am better or not. And the only way by doing that is touching this guy's chin as hard as I can. <laughs> I like it, man. I can't wait to watch you fight. Uh, I've been a fan of both of yours and your brothers for a little while, so glad to see you guys get the opportunity, and all the best. Thank you, brother. It was a good talk. All right, man. Stay safe. All right. Thank you.